Well, welcome to the review of the McCall group, or should I say preview of the McCall group. We've got eight teams, and um, these eight teams are at the at the, bo the bottom eight seeds of the PNTT, but don't let that fool you because some solid classes were brought in. Hint, hint, Boston, which yeah. I have Coach G. Sondi joining me, a longtime friend. I uh, can't believe I'm here with the fight, Fighting Turtles, and uh, we're going to have a good season this year. I think so. Uh, I am Coach Swesley, <laughs> and uh, I coach the Glendale Girton Busters, um, you know, trying to make waves, but pretty unsuccessful so far. I'm in a different group, but I'm here with my boy, um, G. Sondi one previewing this McCall group. Thankfully, after my halfway decent performance last year, I've worked my way out of the McCall group. So <laughs> boss is trying to join me at this season, but we'll see what happens. All right, let's get to it. Um, we will start by previewing all eight teams in the group, and then we'll go through game one for each team um and just and just see how see how things are playing out after that first contest so we'll start with the twin falls knights coached by kfu aka k money aka the man who runs drive the lane um you know oh. i hope to be like him someday no, I'm just <laughs> uh, so anyways looks like as far as um, what left from last year, three seniors, one starter and two reserve guys. So this senior class was an important. One. Yeah, it looks like his starter uh, averaged the most points on his team for the year. Uh, so that's probably a big loss. On 64% um, true shot percentage. Ooh. Wow. That's, you know, that's a big, big performer. Looks like they don't take a lot of threes as a team, but he was their highest three point percentage shooter um and then looks like he also played some solid defense two steals a game um so that's a big loss in david mccall but um it looks like he brought in some heights three guys all over six seven played in big positions in high school um nothing too crazy to look at as far as true shot percentage um, looks like they're gonna they're gonna gain a lot on the uh on the boards they got yes three guys who brought in eight plus boards and looking at their team last year, it looks like they only had one guy who did that for yeah. the entire team. So hopefully yeah, they, they definitely brought in, definitely brought in the best class of their current lineup. Um, that's for sure. Brought in the class ranked 116, 104 by the mags. And um, I tell you what, Sebastian Ridley, he may not put a ton of points on the board, but over two blocks a game, over four assists a game and over eight and a half rebounds a game. I like those stats. So looks like definitely some improvement year over year, hopefully headed twin falls way. Let's move on to the Phoenix Ottawa traders coach J Paul 80 um, brought in a class that's very similar to the rest of his team uh, ranked 118, 154. And it seems as though he lost his starting point guard um, who had the most assists on the team. That could be problematic. Yeah, it could be. He's still got a lot of young guys on his squad, though. It looked like he had three underclassmen still starting for a squad that carry uh, yeah. over this year. And no doubt. No uh, doubt. Even though he lost a point guard, he's bringing in two to uh, fill the void. 
Yeah, and height. William Fullard becomes the second 6'10 or greater player on this team. Um, so definitely going to help out on the boards and the defensive end there. And then both of the uh, point guard recruits that he brought in, Wyatt Crumble and Damon Moody, um, put points on the board in high school for sure. So we'll I see if that can translate. <laughs> One can only hope. Yes, yes. Yeah, I can't complain about those numbers. Hopefully it transfers over. Yeah, no doubt about that. All right. Team number three. Also, don't judge us. This is the first podcast we've ever done. <laughs> we might be sucking at this. So, if so, uh, I ask for grace. I ask for all the grace. All right. So, uh, <laughs> uh, all right. Next up, we got the St. Martinville North Tech Ducks. This is my boy, Sam. Uh, Coach Sam's court one. Uh, what a name he chose. The North Tech Ducks. I <laughs> love it. Um, a, oh, you know, we haven't been talking about uh, Twin Falls or Phoenix's uh, performance in the tournaments. I'm just going to jump back really fast. Yes. Twin Falls last year in the RTT had a decent showing. Looks like they lost in the Sweet 16 of that tournament. The Phoenix Ottawa Traders in the DTT, you know, it may be the the fourth out of four tournaments in terms of prestigity, prestigity, prestigiousness. You know what I'm trying to say. But they won it all. They came out on top. So hopefully things are looking up for hey, man, tournaments, a tournament. Yes, amen to that. <laughs> any championship, any trophy, lift that thing, cut down them nets, have a great time. Um, all right, sorry about that. <laughs> Oopsies. Uh, so back to St. Martinville. It looks like they graduated two reserves and an NA. Um, so this class had the potential to really uh, increase the quality of the squad. Last year in the DTT, oh, came in number two, which means yeah. they lost in the finals to uh, to Phoenix. Yeah. So uh, so what do you know? So close. But uh, looks like they brought in a horrendous <laughs> class, ranked 234, 238. Um, really had the potential to, to make the team better. But uh, clearly the coach has completely crapped the <laughs> This is my friend, so I'm able to be ruthless like this. Yeah, but he's only got one freshman on his starting lineup to start the season, so he might he might not be hurting too bad. Hopefully, they can develop in the bench throughout the year and bring in another class next year to yes assist. Yeah, uh, yeah we're gonna do our best to be coach mentors to this coach <laughs> right here. Um, <laughs> the man just got married, you know. So during the season twenty eight or season twenty, yeah, season twenty eight. During season 28, you know, maybe had his mind on other things. Spell check a wow, wow. All right, moving on to Ralph. Unfortunately, as a coach, you can't – no days off as a coach, though. I mean, Hey, come on. Amen. Uh, <laughs> do you want it or do you want it? Um, all right, so next up we got the Raleigh Toast. I freaking love that name, Toast. Raleigh Toast. Um, coach by Toast. Toast. Yeah, Coach by Toast. I think it's default. But anyways, Coach <laughs> Toast, freaking last year, the one, the only, Nicholas Bainon. I remember seeing this guy's high school statistics, um, and they were off the charts. And clearly, he showed up in college, and they translated his freshman year. Holy macaroni, 
33 points a game on 62 true shot percentage. Unbelievable. He's putting the team on his back. <laughs> that is insane. They uh, they went to the RTT and um, didn't have the greatest showing, but team still integrating, you know. And then this year they brought in their best class for sure by far, 79-73 ranked by the Mags. Um, and so hopefully we see Coach Toast begin to integrate a sophomore Nicholas Bainon um, with freshman Caleb Rhodes and company and see uh, see what can happen. After one game, those guys uh, put up 36 points in the first yeah. game. Combined, that's a lethal freshman-sophomore duo right there. It looks yeah. solid. Yeah, more of that to come in our, pre, uh, in our game one uh, reviews. <laughs> Raleigh looking looking like potentially potentially a force to be reckoned with. Looking more like I'm making words out here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on to Manassas. Um, oh, come on. Looks like looks <laughs> like from a seniors that were leaving um, standpoint, uh, highest score on the team, Nathan Martin graduated, who was a solid player. Almost two steals a game, over 22 points a game, five assists a game, and he shot very efficiently um, and only two turnovers. When you have the ball in your hands that much, that is a, an accomplishment. So, uh, so this team last year um, in the DTT with a pretty solid finish. Um, the best class on this team coming in ranked 111-141. Looks like he was in the NTT um four years straight prior to last year and then uh, a trip down to the dtt so i am sure he's looking to bounce back um without a doubt so uh so yeah best of luck to manassas what a name the blood looks like he brought in his best class in the last four years so yeah 100 percent. so hey the potential is there let's get it um all right I don't know if I don't know if you can tell listening to this podcast by Coach G Sandy and I, but we are definitely um, optimists by nature. <laughs> um, so if you feel that we're not being quite ruthless enough, you could turn off this podcast episode. When we get our feedback, you know. <laughs> Oopsies. Uh, all right. So moving on to Syracuse Sonics, another close friend of mine in real life, Coach Brandon one one six two three. Holy mouthful of numbers. Um, <laughs> absolutely horrendous over the last few years. Um, DT True rebuild, yeah. conference five, you know, <laughs> the trend over there. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> but we'll get to your team in a minute, and you're trying to turn it around. So, you know, there is hope for conference five, maybe, in the form of Boston. <laughs> And, uh, and to be honest, I don't think I know the other teams in Conference 5, so I probably shouldn't rag on anybody else. Ithaca, Virginia, oh, yeah, some of these teams, yeah, 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 big time, big time, big time. They're, they're, not, they're not nearly as bad. It's really – it was Boston. It's just Boston and Syracuse, that's it. Yeah, Stanford a little bit right now. Dover, Midshipmen, uh, Annapolis, and Yonkers. Yeah, it is a bad conference, I will say. <laughs> but, hey, you know, it is what it is. It's only up for me. You know, started from the bottom. It's all good. So anyways, the Syracuse Sonics, uh, you know, team last year was booty cheeks and they got clapped often. <laughs> like he's within two starting players in, in the, the senior class that just left. Um, 
Luckily, and it looks like his best player, 61% true shooting, 21 points per game last year, is still here for the, this year, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Retain their best player, Adrian Skinner. So hopefully even more production out of him. This team overall, not a lot of size. 6'8", tallest player. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, this freshman class that came in, um, hmm, how to put this nicely, they – They're the tallest player. Yeah, they're terrible. This, this <laughs> freshman class that came in, they're terrible. Ranked 225, 218 by the max. Big yikes for Syracuse. But my man's just – he's just learning, you know. I am just learning. So, uh, so <laughs> that's all right. Hopefully a turnaround and looking up for the Syracuse Sonics. For Brandon, one one six two three. All right. Shall we move on to Garland? G. Sandy, take it away, brother. To Garland. This is actually another oh, coach man. you know. This, this coach is um, one of my youth kids at my church. Um, he just took over this team in the middle of last season. Um, so not much he could really do or influence, even on the recruiting front. But, but he brought in a massive surprise. Yeah. He, he told me, he said, I just had it on auto recruiter and I was like, Hey, frick you buddy. <laughs> Bring in the 4034 class on auto recruiter. That is insane luck. And bringing um, in two starters off the rip and back I up know. the point guard. Holy mackerel. It's got a young um, team, top yeah. class. And uh, not that they were anything special last year. In fact, a, the fifth, nope, that's bad math. The seventh worst finish possible um in the dtt but <laughs> um so while this team was trash last year and they lost their highest score senior i would assume based on this class that just came in definitely some positive impact and some turnarounds on some level coming their way those freshmen might be able to fill the void right away based on uh last year's stats so yeah, yeah to. no doubt about it Although I will say this team is going to struggle simply due to the fact that they have no height whatsoever. Tallest player on the team, 6'7", mm. currently in NA. Um, yeah. Right now in the starting five after one game, um, their center, 6'5". I mean, forward, six, six, basically yeah. anybody 6'8 and above is licking their chops, looking at Garland's lineup saying, we want to take advantage uh, on, the, on the rebounds and – block shots so we'll see hopefully a turnaround but definitely needs some bigs in the future last but not least last but not least the best team in this uh tournament <laughs> <laughs> boston fighting turtles absolutely bonkers coach g sandy who is clearly joining me on this podcast um bro i'm just gonna let you take this i mean you gotta be feeling real good i'm feeling good about the class obviously boston the last few years has not done well. Poor. Before I took over. Oof. Very, very, very poor. They, <laughs> yeah, been a couple of DTT attorneys in a row, but uh, stroke of luck, got a top 10 class coming in, and all three freshmen are going to be starting right away. Got some height in the center position with Devin Warner. Uh, very excited for the future. Uh, first game went very well. But obviously, optimism for my own team. Can't complain too much. What are your thoughts on my team? Dude, honestly, I would be just as optimistic. I will say, you know, obviously a little bit um, in terms of 
what your starting lineup looks like right now. Uh, you've got Devin Warner as a big outside of that, not a ton of heights, but I do think, um, you know, it looks like a capable lineup. Uh, man, if I was you, I'd be super excited to pull down a class ranked 220 is no small feat. Obviously, you got some luck, no doubt. But hey, you picked them right, man. You picked them right. And uh, I, I will say, just because I know this, Coach G. Sandy and I talking uh, and texting throughout season 28. Um, Freaking unreal. My man maxed four <laughs> players and had no RPs left for the Nets. Went super bold. That's a bold move, Cotton. And oh, holy <laughs> frick, it paid off. Out of the four max players, oh, I think all of them were in the top 75 most recruited, correct? Uh, I think at the end, only two. I think okay. Ron Alford fell yeah. right outside, and the other guy I don't think was. I don't think uh... – Okay. <laughs> Regardless, uh, at least three of the four, if not all four, spent the majority of the season in the top 75. Devin Warner, Marcos Jordan, and Juan Alford. And, oh, my gosh, I cannot believe you broke three out of four ties. Absolute yeah. insanity. Like, a couple 2-2 two -two and a 3-3 three -three tie. And <laughs> earlier is uh, pretty crazy. A couple of <laughs> bonkers. I mean, you got to love it. You got to love it. And, and honestly, I mean – Pulling down a class like that has all the ability in the world to, to make Boston, um, you know, a real competitive team. So, you know, I'm, I'm all this year for you. Maybe sneak into the PTT. I mean, my team, the Glendale Girton Busters, we were uh, to say trash is an understatement. And what do you know? We snuck in the PTT last year. So I'm hoping for a similar ride for you, my friends. If not this year. In a year or two. <laughs> yeah, let's hope so. Yeah, those freshmen as they develop and stuff. So, yeah, big, big optimism in Boston. All right, so real quickly, we're going to go through uh, the games of uh, game one so far uh, within this McCall group. Sorry, this is our first time doing a podcast. It might be a little long. We might be boring you. Love <laughs> you, though. Glad you're still listening. Um, so, uh, so we got Twins Falls, Twin Falls Knights. Oh my gosh, I can't even speak. Twin Falls Knights. I'm so sorry, Kefu. Um, against the Garland Rags, my boy, uh, Coach Minty. And uh, it looks to me like um, Twin Falls probably just, you know, they have a better roster top to bottom. And it looks like they took care of business. Zachary Bates, huge game. Putting up 28, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And shot a lot, shot I mean, the ball a lot, looks like. Dude, guy was on fire. 11 for 17 from the field, including 5 of 6 from 3. That is a heck of a game. Um, not much on the bench, so it looks like Twin Falls probably going to be relying. Oh, one game is so hard to judge anything. <laughs> it is, it um, is. Obviously, probably sound like a complete idiot right now, but looks like Twin Falls may be relying on the starting lineup quite a bit. Um, and Garland's, um, you know, definitely spread the ball around a little bit more on the scoring end, but came up short. Um, five steals for Dylan Wahid, part of that freshman class. Uh, Skyler Senegal as well, part of that freshman class. So, uh, you know, Good, decent first game for those two um, as Garland's picks. Uh, I mean, Garland shot 50% from three for the game. You'd think that would be enough, but uh, <laughs> but Twin Falls, 72% beyond the arc. Dang. 
tough, yeah. tough luck, tough luck. All right, so we'll move on. <laughs> we'll move on to the next game. We had Phoenix playing Raleigh. Um, and uh, I tell you what, Raleigh taking care of business on the back of Nicholas Baynon and Caleb Rhodes, the freshman, had a, had a good, solid first outing without doubt. Oh, my gosh, Nicholas Baynon with 10 rebounds from the shooting guard position. <sighs> you love it. Even a block got up there. Got <laughs> the ball 20 hey, times. That's come on, baby. Yeah, that's good. yeah. And, and Blake Hillis from the point position, that's what you want to see. A guy that can score when he needs to, 19 points, but put the put the ball in the hands of his teammates, eight assists. You know, like that's solid. Maybe a, a few more turnovers than you'd love to see um, for, but he was out on the court almost the entire game. So Raleigh, solid first game. Phoenix made it close, no doubt. Um, Randy Venable, Venable, Venable. Yeah, Randy Venable. Hey, take your shot at what you think. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, definitely had himself a game, a solid double-double, 22 points, 12 boards, four blocks, three steals, no fouls. And yeah, 10 uh, 16 shooting. Can't complain. Dude, holy mackerel. What a game. What a game. Tough to come up so short. As a, team, as a team, Phoenix only shot thir- only only shot 36% from three. I may have uh, killed them as they took about a third of their shots from three point. Yeah. Tyler Fondren is, uh, is a chuck it up there kind of guy. 15 three point attempts. Um, but he's, I mean, he scored 21 yeah. points. So good. Yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, Phoenix and Raleigh probably feeling decently optimistic. Um, obviously, Raleigh, you know, took home that first dub. So, uh, moving on to game three of four, we have the St. Martinville North Tech Ducks. What a mouthful. <laughs> Taking on the sorry Syracuse Sonics. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. I feel it's, it's fun to be a savage when it's your friends. Um, but uh, all right, we have four minutes left to finish this up. That'll be easy. So the Syrac- Syracuse Sonics, terrible, terrible. Forty-four wow. points. <laughs> Take it away, brother. <laughs> Looking like uh, it's the Boston Fighting Turtles last year. <laughs> yeah, Glendale the season before that. Yeah, hundred. Uh, Glendale the the twenty seasons before that. Just- <laughs> You know, just, just, just not solid, you know, not solid, but Hey, it's a work in progress. Uh, yeah. Nothing really to highlight there. <laughs> <laughs> nothing at all. St. Martinville, North tech ducks. What's hilarious. I know neither of these coaches are going to listen to the podcast. So I know we can roast the crap out of them <laughs> right now. It's freaking funny. Um, last game of, of this first, first round or first game uh, review is the Manassas. I hope I'm saying that right. Manassas bloodbath, mm-hmm. Coach Waylon versus the Boston Fighting Turtles, and Coach G. Sondi here. And I tell you what, Buttercups. I mean, Boston. Coach, how you feeling, brother? That was a good good dub. Looks like uh, on both both teams, uh, I guess nine out of ten starters overall scored double digits. That's uh, not a high-scoring affair, but the starters really put in the work and made it interesting. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Looks like Boston struggled from three, but they did what they had to do. And Juan Alford, particularly, um, you know, he was efficient. Three for three beyond the arc. 
Um, five assists with 26 points scored. So he knew when to shoot, when to pass. Um, Marcos Jordan and Devin Warner both passed the ball as well. Um, Devin Warner, have yourself a game, 13 points, 16 boards, five assists, and two blocks. That is a beautiful thing. Look at the game scores on those three freshmen, part of the 220 yeah. class, 29-20-24. Good to see my three best players are freshmen and get to – Yeah, dude. Come on. Years. Get excited, man. <laughs> um, and then Manassas. I mean, wow, like, you know, lose by five points, bummer to get started. But um, definitely some positive things here. Yeah, um, Cardi with a double-double. You've got Benjamin Montion with four steals, playing a good defensive game. Everybody on the floor in the starting five had assists. They're passing the ball. Everybody on the floor starting five had double-digit points. Yep. So it uh, looks like a little light on the boards, and that could be problematic. But you just hope, you know, when you get those matchups, um, you, maybe you got some size or some athleticism on your opponents, you know, I'm sure they can make some things happen. looks like they have capable players on the floor looking for each other. So. Yeah. Any any last thoughts on this matchup there, Coach G. Sandy? Not on this matchup, but looks like a good start to the tournament. And even though maybe some some low seeds, it's exciting for me and other. Yeah, <laughs> no, I think yeah, you got Coach uh, Coach K Money, Coach Waylon, um, Coach Toast, Coach J. Paul been around longer, and then you got the four newbies in uh, Coach Minty, Coach Brandon, one six two three. Coach G Sandy one and Coach Sam's court, so uh, a solid mix of veterans, newbies, and uh, a fun group ahead for sure. 